This call is being recorded. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Doing great. You know, the uh, silly season, the off season, used to kill me with anticipation or just count down the dates. And now I'm just sort of enjoying reveling in the fact that uh, that we still have some time to mentally prepare, still have some time to go over depth charts and reviews of other teams and personnel and predictions, rankings. Uh, we got time to do that, but man, football's right around the corner, just 50 days till, uh, till practice starts, seven weeks. I think we start more nationally here today and talk a little bit about the proposal for the 12 team playoff. I don't think you and I have actually discussed this yet because yeah, we've been doing the roster countdown and uh, both of us have been pretty busy. So, I mean, what's your initial thoughts, Jimmy? Well, I've been outspoken against any expansion, and I'm still against it. I mean, I, I, I hate putting too many games on the players, first and foremost. Second, I think it's just unnecessary to determine who the best team is. Uh, third, we were promised it was going to be two forever, and then we were promised it was going to be four forever, and they keep lying to us. Uh, Third, I, I hate that we're expanding for this reason, and this the inclusivity. That's why they're expanding, and money, of course, but money and inclusivity. But inclusivity is big, meaning that the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and the Group of Five, all these conferences that are left out, have demanded a seat at the table. In other words, an automatic entry into the playoff, and. Damn, if that doesn't just sort of piss me off because it feels like a participation trophy. Uh, as I have said all along, I get some crap for this on Twitter, and that's fine because people think I'm exaggerating. Of course I'm exaggerating, but I'm exaggerating for effect. And that is to say every time I've heard of expansion, I've heard this is what I hear. It's not fair that my 7-5 and five team doesn't get into the playoff and you only let the 11-1 and one teams in. And, and, and that – infuriates me if you want to be in the playoff you know earn your way in the playoff has been extremely fair to every single undefeated power five team no one's been left out but people lose and they usually lose more than once and then they whine that they're not in the playoff and that infuriates me actually but now that all said we're gonna have expansion it's coming i can't stop it luke can't stop it bama nation can't stop it no one's gonna stop it it's happening so the good news is, of all the proposals that have been out there and all these things that have been discussed, the one that has picked up all this steam that the SEC is in favor of, I like this one the best. So if we're going to do this, and we are going to do it, then I, I'm, I'm good with this. The 12-team playoff where, yes, there are automatic entries, but there's also enough wild cards to offset the problem that there's always going to be two or three teams in this playoff that don't really deserve to be there. And, and by that, I mean this for you people like, no, if you win your conference, you deserve to be there. What if the South division of the Pac-10, what if the winner of the South division is literally seven and five with two out-of-conference losses to shit teams? And then they go to the Pac-12 championship game with only 300 fans in the crowd and they upset an 11-1 and Oregon team. Now you got 
seven and five UCLA, you know, as Pac-12 champion and playing for a national championship. I think that's outrageously stupid. But that outcome is now guaranteed to happen. That's why I don't like it, the automatic <coughs> entry. And, but under this proposal, there's also eight wild cards. So to me, that mean, I mean, uh, I mean, several wild cards, not eight, several, six. I think that, that to me says, well, undeserving UCLA is going to be in, but the deserving teams also have a spot. So that's why I'm fine with it. Well, yeah, that's true. And look, look, before I go off on my rant, let me say this. This is happening. It's sort of like a, what there was, a, um, I think it was, was it Family Guy where there was a joke that said, uh, you know, if Mike Tyson wants to have sex with you, it's happening. <laughs> you know, um, good Lord, it's, it's, you might as well just go ahead and deal with it. It's happening. Um, but uh, boy, this took a turn. It did take a turn. I could blame Family Guy, not me. That wasn't me being PC. That was Family or, or was, NPC. That was uh, Seth MacFarlane's fault. That was Seth MacFarlane's fault. Anywho, um, I want to. This is happening. So I think what I'm going to try and do as as I creep up on the age of fifty is try to be more positive and say, okay, instead of bitching about this happening i want to try and figure out a way okay this expansion's happening now let's figure out how to make this better and i want to talk about that when we come back but right now i want to tell you about built bar builtbar.com is where you want to go b-u-i-l-t-b-a-r.com use a promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off that order listen um you can hear me this is this is going to be complete with sound effects i'm opening the drawer to my desk one of one of my many drawers i'm very successful jimmy um and I'm looking at a box of Built Bars. Build your body, satisfy your cravings. Built Bar. And this is the, uh, the, the grasshopper cookie one. And I'm telling you, they will make you slap your mama with giddiness, how good they are. Just absolutely delicious. Covered in chocolate. Got a little cookie sprinkle on them. Absolutely fantastic. I, I love when they get these new flavors because they send us free samples. Can't say enough good things about Built Bar. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off that order. If you do order them, do take a picture of when the box arrives. Tweet it to us. Jimmy and I would appreciate it. Um, promo code LOCK15, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. All right, Jimmy. Um, you know, one thing that the, the pro expansionists, the Rick Newhousels of the world, have been saying is they just want inclusion. They want more yeah. parity. And okay, so now we've got more parity. Well, I don't know necessarily if we have more parity, but you, you want more parity. And we have an expanded playoff, which is a little bit bloated. And we have essentially free agency with the transfer portal. Um, and we're going to be paying players. Shit, we just got the NFL on Saturdays, is what we got. Now, yep. I told you I wasn't going to bitch much. I told you I wasn't going to bitch at all, but I'm going to bitch a little bit. Um, you know, when people talk about inclusion, and they say, this guy, this team never has a chance. That team never has a chance. First of all, if Vanderbilt goes undefeated, if Vanderbilt were to go undefeated, they'd be in the playoff. So when people say, you know, this team, that team didn't have a chance, if Vandy goes undefeated and Vandy's about as, as low on the totem pole as you can be in the Power Five, they'd get in. Now, Central Florida, they did go undefeated, but they played a lineup of soup cans. That would make Andy Warhol giggle. So 
Um, I think that, you know, they, they've got to up their schedule. They, they've got to up their brand. They've got to up their presence. And they, they've, they've earned a little bit more respect, but they've got, to do, they've got to do more than what they did. You can't just go undefeated and play nobody. That would send a horrible message. Um, so I think that, that that certainly explained away. Now, the other thing I want to say about parity, everybody keeps talking about, I just want to make it more fair. And, and you know, that word parity just keeps coming up. See, there's not going to be an instance where Wyoming will have enough talent in 25 years as Broward County and Miami does, <laughs> or Broward County, including Miami does. Um, or there won't be an instance where the state of Oregon will have as much talent in a five-year period as the city of Houston has in one season. So what I'm saying right. is some places are going to inherently have more opportunity and, and therefore, and also there's not a state in the union more passionate about football than Alabama. We care more. So when we care more, we put more into facilities, we put more into, um, you know, trying to get the right players. We put more into the fan base, which leads to more money. I mean, just on and on into the night. So it's going to be very difficult to have parity. And here's the other thing. Everybody says, well, you know, the NFL and the, how many times has the Cleveland Browns been to the Super Bowl? The NFL does all it can to create parity. How many times has the Cleveland Browns been to the Super Bowl? Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, you know, just there, there are several teams in the NFL that have been in the NFL for a long time that have never been to the Super Bowl. So even though they have all this quote unquote parody, you know, it was New England getting to the Super Bowl every year for a long time. Um, Pittsburgh the, is in the Super Bowl quite often. I mean, the same teams get there to some degree. And um, I think that, it, you know, this idea of parody is really, you have to weigh it against, okay, what kind of leadership do you have? Because here's the other side of the coin, Texas, um, has all the resources you could want, all the money you could want, all the everything you could want, but they've had piss poor leadership. So mm -hmm. if you, you know, that's where the parity can come in. If a, if a program like Texas has a piss poor leader or group of leaders, then they can come down to the level of some of these other teams. But when a place like Alabama, which is incredibly passionate and for a while in the 2000s, early 2000s had piss poor leadership themselves, um, when they finally do find the right leader, you can't touch them. I mean, at least the a lot of teams can't. Um, Clemson has been an also ran forever, but they got a good leader. They got their act together, and they're they're kicking butt. What I mean, it's not their fault. Florida State drove themselves off a cliff, and and Florida State shouldn't get extra points because they sucked for so long. I mean, you don't get this. Isn't you can't do something like have a draft where. And I've heard so many stupid proposals, like one person on a national radio show now said, maybe we should limit the number of five stars every team can have. That's so dumb. I don't even know where to start. First of all, who anybody that would have that, that opinion that? doesn't need to work in college football. That's just Correct. beyond idiocy. Correct. And then somebody said, well, maybe we should do more like a draft. So you want to make kids go to a school they don't school. necessarily want to go to? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, this the, the, we're forgetting what this is all about. So I think that um, you know, what you can do, though, with this 12-team playoff, what you can do to make it uh, as good as possible, I think you still have a committee. Now, this will not happen. This would be Luke's plan. Still have a committee that decides who are the 12 best teams.
There's no automatic qualifiers. There's none. That they're just it. Now, if you win your conference championship, that's going to count for something. That's going to help add to your equation. That's going to give you bonus points. But it may not give you enough bonus points to get an A. So I think that um, what you do is say, let's find the 12 best teams. And, and, and if they all come from the SEC, I mean, so be it. But if they, they won't, obviously. But I think that if you have 12 teams and you say, let's find the 12 best, I think you're better off than having a team that's unranked um, mm-hmm. getting in the playoffs. And people can say, well, what's the point? They'll just get beat anyway. What's the big deal? Well, number one, it's another game that somebody else has to play. Number two is taking a spot from a more deserving team. And number three, um, what if the other team has a quarterback go down in the first play of the game? And then that team, which has sucked all year, gets to move on. That's always been my argument about the NCAA tournament, NCAA baseball uh, championship series, whatever, um, that I don't like non-deserving teams getting in. I'd rather exclude a team that you deem maybe uh, worthy. I'd rather exclude them than include a team that I know ain't worthy. That's my point. All good points. And, and I would throw in that uh, even though the it's tough for a group of five team to get in, and you pointed out Central Florida played a light schedule, and some of that can be beyond your control. I think a lot of people don't understand that yeah, scheduling is hard. You can't just play who you want. Uh, and, and teams that are looking to add a group of five team, a power five team looking to add a group of team to their schedule probably doesn't want to play Central Florida because you, you, don't, want to, you don't want a loss. Play a group of five team that you can beat. So uh, scheduling is really hard. But I say all that day, this season – Cincinnati's in the group of five. If they go undefeated, they're in the four-team playoff. They're in. They're not excluded because they're in the group of five. Cincinnati, if they win their league again and win their non-conference games against Notre Dame and Indiana, they're in. So you can – a group of five team was never blocked. You just have to be undefeated and, and, and play legitimate power five teams along the way. And uh, so Cincinnati be in. I think under the if there was a four team playoff earlier this decade or, or the last decade, there may have been a year or two that Boise State was in. Or what about that Utah team that beat Alabama in 08 that was a group of five team at that time? Um, so there has been a path that's just never lined up, you know, just right for those teams. And, uh, you know, I, I don't uh, disagree with anything that you said there. I just think this this proposal is kind of the right mix of automatic qualifiers. Look, most of the automatic qualifiers are going to be deserving. I think usually teams that win their Power 5 conference and win the championship game are really good. Usually that ha- that's the case. My problem about the automatic qualifiers is it's not always the case. It's just usually the case. Every season will play out. Differently, but uh, hey, I get asked all the time, is this good or bad for Alabama? It's good. It's good because now Alabama teams that were just outside the playoff, just outside the best four teams are probably in. I mean, the 2013 Alabama team, the kick six losers that, that ended up losing, you know, in the bowl game to the 08 Alabama team that was undefeated and, and whose only loss was to Florida. I mean, even the, the, the Alabama team a couple years ago, might have gotten in the one where we lost two and Mac had to finish the season. Maybe that team gets in a 12-team playoff. So, and hey, once you get in the playoff and, and you're a good team, then 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 you could maybe a little magic happen. So it's good for Alabama. 
it, do, it is going to require Alabama to play one or two extra games, of which Alabama will usually be a favorite under the under you know in the Saban dynasty anyway. So it's good for Alabama, but I also want to be what's good for college football. And I do admit this, Luke. I mean, this is true. While it is cyclical, and Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma aren't going to be the four best teams forever and ever because it's cyclical. I would agree with anyone that said it's not healthy for the sport if there are sections of the country who are annually just not in this, that there's no, no one in the, from the West that's in this race and no one from the Big Ten other than Ohio State that's in this race. What about a team from the Northeast? What about an ACC team other than Clemson? I, I agree that, you know, like NASCAR – is so regional, meaning that NASCAR is a very big deal in the South and it is not a really big deal elsewhere. And now NASCAR has been able to survive, but no one would compare NASCAR to baseball, football, basketball, hockey, you know, in terms of its, its national popularity. And we don't need college football turning into another NASCAR where only people in the South care. So, in that vein, I'm going to jump on board this train. And hey, Cecil Hurt pointed out <laughs> when it was a two-team playoff, Alabama did really well. When it was a four-team playoff, Alabama did really well. Now it's a 12-team playoff. I think Alabama's going to do really well. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I'm right there with you. Uh, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com, R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com is where you want to go for all the parts your car will ever need. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. Go there now. Check them out. Site is easy to navigate, easy to get around. I've ordered things from it. So if I can do it, you can do it. I don't care who you are. You can do it if I can do it. So go to RockAuto.com. Get that chassis, that timing belt, that rear view mirror, that hubcap. I try to throw in new parts every time, but I, I'm not real good with car parts. Um, a spark plug. You can buy oil, I think. Um, just about anything you want at rockauto.com. Prices are unbelievable. So low. You can't beat them. Nobody can. The big box stores can't. The lo- little box stores can't. You And the, the uh, way that they get them to you so quickly is unbelievable. Go check out rockauto.com. R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Also want to tell everybody about betonline.ag, betonline.ag. Listen, NBA playoffs, hot and heavy, a lot of uh, two and two series right now. Go check out betonline.ag, bet on a future, bet on who you think is going to win a certain series. Go bet on Major League Baseball. Go bet on college football futures. They've got all kind of high odds and national championship odds all at betonline.ag. So easy to sign up. And if you use promo code locked on, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That's like just free money. I don't know what else to do. I can only give you so much free money. I only have so much myself. Um, but BetOnline can give you 50% more than what you sign up for. So go to BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON, get that 50% welcome bonus, and then just bet your little heart away. You will absolutely love it, and you'll start winning big. I feel pretty certain about that because I know you. You're a pretty smart dude. Go to BetOnline.ag. Okay, Jimmy. Um, yeah, you're right about the – I guess we're just going to spend the whole time talking about the playoffs here, which is fine. But um, – you know, we were talking about how what this means for Alabama. 
And again, I think what it means for Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, uh, Ohio State is they're just not going to miss the damn playoffs. And, and it's so funny because people keep saying, now this will give everybody a chance to go get some more of those five stars. I, I don't know that that's necessarily true. I, I, that doesn't make sense true. to me. Look, it, the five stars aren't going to Alabama because they feel like, oh, I can get to the playoffs. There's nothing I want more than a national championship ring. Now, they may say that in some interviews, but I feel quite certain the reason they're going to Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson is because they're like, look, iron sharpens iron, and I want to play at the next level. And if I go here and if I just if I stick around for three years, there's a damn good chance I'm getting drafted. If I'm a five-star, there's a 48% chance that if I go to Alabama, I'm going to be in the first round. Is, is what I saw a statistic. Uh, that, that's pretty bananas. And that means good development. And it also means good scouting. And so I think that, um, you know, it's not going to be necessary, necessarily mean that, uh, you know, a five-star is going to say, you know, well, now that um, UCLA has a better chance to get to the playoffs, I'm going to go there as a five-star. That doesn't, if you have a shit coach and shit facilities, none of that's going to matter. That's right. And, you know, it, it, it kills me how some national analysts don't understand how all this works. Look, if if all of a sudden New Mexico State started producing two or three first round picks in every single draft three years in a row, a lot of these five stars would sign with New Mexico State. I mean, it's about that. It's who is who's putting players in the NFL. It's not who's making the playoff. It's who's putting teams in the NFL. Who's putting multiple players in the first round of the NFL draft? I mean, it's, it's it's that as much as anything in terms of what drives the recruiting, to say nothing of facilities and fans. And look where these schools are. I mean, Alabama does recruit nationally, but you don't have to go far to find five stars when your school's located in, in Alabama or South Carolina or Ohio or Oklahoma, who gets most of their players from Texas um, or Georgia or LSU. You know, these other schools that are pretty good, or Texas A&M, who's going to be a popular pick this year. Penn State will be a popular playoff pick, I think, this fall. And, and, and Pennsylvania is loaded with players every year. So that, that's, that's part of the mystery is solved, you know, right there. Um, but again, it's cyclical. We need to remind people, let, let's go back and let's look at what a 12-team playoff would have looked like in 1983 or 1988 or 1996, I mean, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma may not have been in it, you know, those years, even with the 12-team playoff. So it's cyclical. I would imagine 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, everyone's complaining because four or five other schools are dominating the playoff situation year after year after year. So I think too many people are hung up on it's the same teams, but yes, Luke, one thing you said is true. You can invite 12 teams, but who's going to be in the final four? Probably Alabama, probably Clemson, probably Ohio State. I mean, that's, that's, that's not really going to change. So as long as they keep uh, recruiting the way they're recruiting and Alabama's recruiting lately, I know Alabama's only added Le'Veon Moss recently to the list, but my goodness, go to Bama Online and look at the, the official visitors this weekend. <laughs> Where, I mean, only at Alabama can Arch Manning visit, and it's not even necessarily the headline. I mean, yeah, he's there and almost lost in the crowd with 15 other five-star guys. So it's uh, it's nuts. 
But Alabama checks every box for these recruits. They put players in the NFL, they win, you'll be developed, you'll graduate, you'll play in the finest facilities in the United States with the best sports medicine staff, the best nutrition situation. Alabama is just the best of the best of everything. That's not a secret. The kids come to campus, they see what all Alabama has to offer, and the best of the best say, I want to go here. And there's more than 25 good players out there, and that's why Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, Texas A&M, you know, they all sign good players too. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Bama. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, roll tide. Roll tide.